guys. Good morning. Property sales contracts on a Saturday. You look at a property, you ask the agent for a copy of the contract to be sent for you. What the hell are you looking for inside of those contracts? Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Berger, Mark Novak, episode 516, property sale contracts. Um, buyers, it's almost the first thing a buyer asks for if they like a property. And today, Mark and I are going to talk about it to see if that's what you should be asking for. If so, do you look at it? Do you pass it on to a conveyance or lawyer? Um, and what to yeah, look for if there's anything to look for from what, a buyer's point of view. What to look for in there? First of all, uh, Burge, how's your haircut going? Long, long. Need the barbers open. <laughs> I heard I you tried try to do. I tried last night to uh, shave my own head, and yeah, it's not going very well. It's COVID thing. And, and congratulations to your to your uh, your Italian mates in uh, in the Olympics as well. Gold medal. That's crazy, especially for a hundred meter sprint. It's not normally. Um... The the tra- track and field's not normally the strong suit, so would, that's yeah, it's impressive. Would pick a tall Italian. Yeah, and you I'll, you like it because he never he didn't he wasn't in what well, he came second or third in his semis, his in his, in his finals. He had to run his fastest time I think ever to win. So poor for the guy who came second. He came second last year to I think Hussein Bolt. So he probably thought he would have had a chance this year with him not being there, and then. Um, the Italian came through, so I'm pretty sure that's the backstory. Anyway, very let's get into it. Very entertaining. All right, so, um, yeah, so we are talking about off here before we started that it's quite incredible that everyone asks for these property sales contracts because they think they should. They then get sent the contract and they don't know what to look at. They don't know if it's a bad contract or if it's a good contract. There's, there's normally about 50 to 100 pages in there. You don't know what the hell you're looking at. Yeah, and it's it's a weird sort of thing. Even agents to owner saying like 10 buyers requested it. I get that if they're requesting it on the right premise. A buyer just reading it to themselves, it's like, well, I suppose you can. But a contract, I think a lot of people go into it thinking a con- contract's there to screw them. They're very um, got their ears up when they hear, like when they receive a contract. I had a buddy send me a message saying, Can you have a look through this? See if there's anything sus in there. And it's like, Well, there's not much to be sus. Half of it is standard, like 30 pages, isn't or 30 clauses of standard. Th- like in my eyes, when I look at a sale contract, there's basic stuff you want to check. Like, are you at the title? Is it what you're seeing? The strata plan, very simple. Interest penalties if you don't settle. That can be sometimes 8 to 12%, but that doesn't mean much. Um, the main thing is fixtures and fittings. Is the dishwasher included? Is it besides boundaries and caveats? But yeah, I just, there's just not much. It, people think it's 100 pages of how they're getting screwed. But there's really one, you should just, you can look at it yourself, but pass it on to your, your, your conveyance or solicitor. But there's not much in there to screw you. I've never really, the only thing I would look twice at is an off-the-plan contract, sunset clauses, and variance clauses. And what I mean, and not to go into detail in that, but 
they're like they're very minimal. What about you, Mark? When maybe oh, God, you, I just think leave, leave it to your bloody lawyer. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things, and I know purchases come through, and it's almost a bit of a habit for some people to get a contract, pretend they read it, and pretend they know what it's all about. It's like, dude, don't try to be a lawyer. Just leave that to your lawyer. But send your lawyer what you're saying as well. I think some lawyers will look at the contract assuming that, like, for example, you've gone to the property, you see, a, you see a garage or a carport, you assume it's on title, the lawyer gets the contract, sees it's just a property, doesn't know the marketing, said it had a car space, which didn't clarify on title, not on title. He tells you it's all good, you settle, and you're like, where's my car space? And your lawyer was like, well, I didn't know there was a car space. I didn't, and they're like, well, it was on the brochure. And the lawyer's like, well, I didn't see the brochure. So I think, yes, send it to the lawyer, but I think send them what you're reading as well. Because where people can get a little, where things can get a little blurry when it comes to courtyards, what's on title, what's not, what you think's yours and not yours, and car spaces as well. The rest of it's pretty simple. And that's pretty much with residential, with units. Um, and with houses, it's really where the pipes, you know, where that's, and, and, you know, you know, when you're looking out on the block land at the back, is there any easements on the property? Um, is the property council approved? Uh, this is a little trick, that sort of stuff. But I think today's more about, <clears throat> for me, it's more about don't try to be a lawyer, Mr. Real Estate Agent, don't try to be a lawyer, Mr. Buyer. Leave the lawyer stuff, leave that lawyer stuff. And, and asking for a contract, you really want to probably get your offer accepted first because it's free um, rather than yeah. get your, get, then look at – because if you're paying for your system to review 20 contracts, um, it's pretty deposit. Yeah. You, you know, they're, they're going to charge you 150 times for the contract. Yep. Um, and Luke Brenny, good morning, special care. Uh, Luke loves adding special conditions to a contract. There's only three to five, three to five pages of neat reading generally inside yeah. of a contract. Everything's sort of pretty standard there, but um, it's a big message out there to people. So don't certainly don't you know. And also, um, people burn their money not only in reviewing that contract, but doing pest and building inspections and strata inspections when they haven't even got their offer accepted. So they're sort of doing it backwards. Um, it's because they think there's something in the contract that will stop them buying. They think there's something in the property that will stop them buying. Now, you've got to remember the owner wants to sell it. They're not doing a contract saying they get your firstborn. They want to sell the property. It's a, it's, they're there to facilitate a deal. So you're exactly right. Have the, you know what stops people buying more? The price than a sale contract and the settlement. So get that sorted prior to doing it. I, th I think that's a very good tip. And don't get us wrong, like you can have that sorted within 20 minutes before it. You don't need to drag out having it done like days or weeks because we understand in this market things can move very quickly. Like even last week there was 800 auctions or 700 auctions at 80% clearance rate. That's huge. New South Wales lockdown. These are all over the phone. So Isn't that amazing? It's, so we get the urgency. But also if you're paying $1,500 a minimum to review a contract and you miss out on six properties, that adds up. That's 10 – and think about how many properties you missed for 10 grand. It was just in not doing that correctly. But Luke's right. There's only a couple pages that really get changed, and a lot of that's around fixtures and fittings and settlement periods and stuff like that. They're very, very simple. The owner wants to sell the property. 
that's what people don't remember. Like, they quickly forget. The owner wants it sold. They want out. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a contract where it's just like, oh, my God, this seller is trying to screw whoever buys it. I've never yeah. seen that in a contract. I've never seen a contract where it's like I introduce three buyers and three buyers walk away because that's a rubbish contract. That's not yeah. the idea of the contract. The idea of the contract is to be fair, equitable, and and descriptive, and to understand what people are actually buying. It's not there to like, ah ha ha, I just screwed you, sort of thing at all. Never. It's true, and I think. Whoa, what was I going to say? Uh, no, that's all. Lost my point. It's not there. Leases, one thing, but that's more commercial. You want, especially if you want to occupy it. If there's a lease, but residential, it's 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 a bit of a no-brainer. You don't really get much leases longer than twelve months, six months, or they maybe only be month to month. Commercial leases with commercial deals, the leases are, some, are mostly more important than the actual contract. Um, so, especially if you're an owner occupier. You really want to know when that it can become vacant, um, if it's registered, stuff like that. So commercial is a little bit more on the leases side of things and residential is more on the contract side of things. So I think that's the main thing. It's reach out to your lawyer. Don't look – don't – yeah, get your price sorted first. You'll burn so much money in legal fees. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add that's on that? Mate, that's it. Congratulations again to uh, all of our Olympians. The Australians have done unbelievably well. Yeah, four gold, gold yesterday. Just incredible. And uh, and uh, living Levita lockdown. <laughs> we keep it going. I don't know, I don't know what we're going to do about these haircuts, but uh, there's a lot of stuff. We, there's a lot of stuff in life we're missing out on, but still, life's okay. Life's okay. One day at a time. All right. One day at a time. Step by step. Take care, everyone. bird. Thanks. Sarah. Bye. Bye.